You are listening to PolicyBazaar.ae's The Policy Project. We've got you covered. Welcome to The Policy Project, PolicyBazaar.ae's financial podcast. Wherein today, we shall unravel the secrets swipe by swipe about your credit card to help you master the plastic in your wallet and supercharge your financial journey. If used well, credit cards might just prove to be your best friends, but use them without proper knowledge and they may just wreck your entire financial planning. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all to a brand new episode of The Policy Project. I'm Sid, your host for today and uh, your go-to person for all things finance and insurance. And in this episode, we will discuss credit cards. But before we begin, I'd like to share an incident which happened with a colleague of mine. Now, his name is Zafar and he's always been meticulous in paying his credit card bills on time, never ever missing his due date. He was aware of the annual fees associated with his credit cards, but what he didn't realize were the myriads of hidden charges that the banks imposed, often hidden in the fine prints. Now, one day, while reviewing his credit card statement, Zafar noticed a mysterious charge labeled foreign transaction fees. He'd made an online purchase from an international website, but had no idea that his bank would impose an extra fees for such transactions. Now, this discovery prompted him to dig deeper into his credit card statements. As Zafar scrutinized his statements, he uncovered several hidden charges he was previously unaware of, like foreign transaction fees, which were levied on purchases made in foreign currencies or from international merchants, which included online shopping and overseas vacations. Then there was cash advance fees that were levied on Zafar whenever he used his credit cards to withdraw cash from ATMs, during emergencies. And while he knew about the annual fees, he didn't realize that some banks would increase these fees without prior notice. So these hidden charges had a significant impact on Zafar's finances. Despite his best efforts to manage his credit cards responsibly, these additional fees added up and he ended up paying much more than he initially anticipated. So from Zafar's example, we learned that while using credit cards is very convenient, at times, this convenience may come at a much higher cost than what we might have promised, which is what we discuss in today's episode. From what credit cards are to how to use them in the most efficient way possible. Yes, it is possible. We'll discuss all things credit cards today. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Tina Malhotra, business head banking at policybazaar.ae to discuss everything. Welcome, Tina, to the podcast. Thanks, thanks for the introduction and thanks for the welcome. Pleasure's all ours. So let's dive right in. Ready? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let's start with a very basic question. And one of those things which everybody has wondered at some point in time in their lives. What is the difference between a credit card issuer and a credit card network? So for my listeners, uh, you know, the credit card issuer is a lender that offers credit cards, which is essentially the banks. And credit mm -hmm. card networks provide the communication system that issuing banks and businesses use to process the okay. credit card transactions. So as a right. part of the application and the approval process, you know, the issuers mm -hmm. determine the credit limits, interest rates, rewards, and much more. Credit card right. issuers work with credit card networks like Visa and MasterCard 
that facilitate credit card transactions between issuers and merchants. So to do this, okay. the credit card networks create virtual payments infrastructure and charge merchant interchange fees for processing consumers' credit or debit card transactions. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the next question is, you heard Zafar's story. So he had been charged with some financial charges in his credit card statements. Can this situation be avoided in the first place? If so, how? So absolutely, such situations can be avoided. So the easiest mm -hmm. way to avoid such charges or what you call as finance charges is to pay right. your balances in full and on time every month. Credit cards right. often give you what's called a grace period, which is the span of time between the end date of your billing cycle and the, when the payment is due on your balance. So essentially, for my listeners, they need to understand what is a grace period. So grace period lets you avoid finance charges if you pay your balances in full before the due date. So this is typically between 21 to 25 days. And the most important uh, point is that, you know, in addition to the monthly interest charges, interest rates on credit cards can go up and down with the economic conditions that can lead to rapidly rising balances when interest rates are high. So hence, it is imperative for every individual to go through the KFS, which is the key fact statement, which are, uh, you know, attached to every credit card and the emails shared by the bank. So every now and then, you know, the bank share all sorts of emails in terms of what are the interest charges, what are the extra charges with proper uh, terms and conditions as well. So hence, uh, you know, it's imperative for the customer to go through that. And the other resort is obviously, you know, the customer can reach out to the uh, branch or uh, uh, you know, customer care online right. to get more clarity on the hidden charges. So basically, read the emails which come from your credit card uh, bank accounts and uh, credit cards. Absolutely. And the key fact statements, which is very important. All right. Okay. So the next question is about uh, the pins, the credit cards pins. Now, do we need to change them at a, after a certain period? Do we need to, like we have email account passwords, we change them after a point in time. Do these credit card pins also need to be changed? So, uh, you know, in my opinion, it should be changed frequently to prevent any mm. unauthorized access. Okay. So you should definitely change the pin if the card or the account it's linked to is compromised in any way or, uh, you know, on a timely basis so that, you know, you have a fair understanding that this is the kind of pin you have, this is the change you have, just to prevent the authorized, unauthorized access to your pin. Right. And so there is not a set schedule for it, but, you know, I definitely change it like every uh, once a month or something for my account or my credit card. Fair enough. But it's imperative for the customer to remember those pins as well. Fair point. Fair point. It is advisable. Yes. Okay. Now... The next question is about uh, something which I think 90% of the credit card users are, you know, in. It's credit card debts. Yeah. And is there something that we can do to avoid such a situation? So there are multiple things which a customer can consider to avoid such situations. And uh, I believe they should redefine print on the entire terms and conditions as well. Mm. While opening, uh, applying for a new credit card, they should go through the entire features, benefits. And like I said, KFS as well.
Shankar, which is a key card statement. Right. Uh, the most important thing is uh, customers should stay on the budget. Take a closer look at your financial statement and you should set your monthly budget, you know, after understanding your uh, spending part. Correct. So keep checking your accounts. Don't do not miss your uh, uh, payments. Payments should be done on a timely basis. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, ideally you should avoid cash advances as well. Mm. So here the cash advances means higher interest and higher charges, which can lead to a larger financial debt. Right. So just uh, for reference, uh, a cash advance charges are ranging between 3 to 5% on every cash advance transaction made. That's a sizable uh, interest rate. Plus besides that, there are certain hidden charges as well. So plus, uh, what a customer needs to do is is to do his debt consolidation. So combine all hmm. your existing loans, whether it's a car loan, home loan, personal loan, irrespective of the type of loan, and your credit right. card debt into one single kind of a portfolio. And then hmm. you can take advantage of your lower interest rates, longer tenures, smaller monthly payments. And you should be in control of your debt burden ratio, which is essentially called your DBR, which is mm. primarily, you know, uh, is the amount of debt payment going out from your monthly salary. So which is 50% okay. is the legal limit, which is there in UAE, which most of the banks consider as. That's a very important point. That's a very interesting point. Also, the DBR point that you just made. So coming to... The credit card and the potential impact of a credit profile. And there is something called a credit card churning. So can you explain that concept for our listeners? Sure. So credit card churning is a process of opening cards for the sole purpose of earning a welcome bonus or, you know, a joining bonus and any kind of other benefits attached to it. So usually it involves closing the cards after the bonuses uh, are posted to your account and before the annual fee is charged by the bank. So credit card issuers, which is essentially the banks, use welcome bonuses to attract new card holders, reward them for spending a certain amount uh, within their new credit card. So this is essentially based on your monthly spend limits as well. So they define a monthly uh, spend pattern there and basis that, you know, they issue welcome bonuses as well. Now, a credit card churning can be a high risk or a high reward strategy as well at the same time. So it's, uh, you know, imperative to know, you know, the kind of welcome bonus you're earning and what is the next step when you're going to close the credit card. So usually the customers tend to earn the welcome bonus and then close the credit card before the annual fee is charged. So it doesn't work very well for every person. So while you could potentially end up, you know, getting great rewards, but you could be charged with serious damage to your credit score if you're not careful, if you're not, uh, you know, properly using the credit card, if you're not paying the credit card, uh, uh, you know, uh, payments on time. Plus, having so many rewards could be pointless if you don't understand the rewards. So it's very important for the customer to understand what kind of rewards also the credit card is offering. True. Very true. Very true. And uh, talking about rewards, you were talking about a little while back about balance transfer on credit cards. And uh, is, is there a successful financial strategy that uh, one can 
use to just enjoy the balance transfer on a credit card and not spend too much so uh, it can be a successful strategy and more and more uh, banks are uh, kind of encouraging the customers to look at balance transfer options on their respective credit cards so just to understand uh-huh. what is the balance transfer balance transfer is you know a way of transferring your balance when you're moving an outstanding debt from one credit card to another So balance transfers are typically used by customers who are moving the amount they own on a credit card to the one with a significantly lower promotional interest rate. So essentially, transferring right. balance with a higher annual percentage rate, which is the APR, to a credit mm-hmm. card with a lower APR, which can save you money on the interest, and you'll end up paying, mm. you know, lesser interest rates or lower interest rates, and an easy installment right. as well. So for paying these down, now, you know, high interest debt, such a move can save you serious money or interest charges if it is done strategically. So balance transfer uh-huh. credit cards usually, uh, you know, come with an interest-free introductory period of six to eighteen months, though some right. are longer as well. So it's a successful strategy when you want to take advantage of a lower interest rate to consolidate debt from multiple credit cards. and to move mm-hmm. a credit card with better terms and conditions so it's a way of getting out of your debt faster and you know this is essentially to get a credit card with higher rewards and perks attached to it very very interesting very insightful and i know i'm going to be looking at my credit cards very differently now all thanks sure. to you sure <laughs> all right let's move on to our next segment which is ask away Now here we take up FAQs by our lovely customers and respond to them with the help of our expert. Today, if uh, you too are an inquisitive and a curious learner like me, we've got the questions about finance and insurance. So don't hesitate; just ask away. Slide into our DMs on Instagram, follow us on uh, Policy Bazaar UAE, or reach out to us via any of the other social media handles, and we will try our best to answer your questions in the next episode. So as of today we shall be taking up credit card related questions that we've received in our inbox. So Tina, you ready with your answers with our ask away? Sure, definitely. Okay. First question is coming in from Omar. Now he's asking what are the most important security measures and best practices that consumers should be aware of to protect their financial information when using credit cards? I think that's a very logical question. Absolutely. Uh, so here, uh, you know, Umar, you can look at multi-security measures. The most important one are you should check your bank statements often. So you should log yeah. in into your internet banking and you know start looking at your bank statements uh, on a regular, timely basis. Create unique right. passwords so for your accounts or for your credit cards as well. So, which is you know alphanumerical passwords with special characters mm. as well. So you need to timely on timely basis, you know, change your PIN, like I said, to protect your PIN number as well, and avoid right. public wireless access to do any kind of a financial transaction. So, be it in uh, this country or any other country, you should definitely not look at public wireless uh, uh, or a Wi-Fi uh, platform. Oh. 
So keep reporting the problems immediately to the call center or visit a branch in case you come across such kind of, you know, uh, any kind of a fraud which is happening on your account or a credit card. Keep monitoring your right. SMS and email alerts on a timely basis. And just beware mm -hmm. of the phishing emails, you know, wherein you sh should not just fall prey to such phishing emails as well. A bank will never right. ask you for a password. A bank will never ask you for a PIN. So just be mindful of the fact that you're not sharing your PIN or password on these phishing emails. And always use right. a secured network. And more so, you should look at the websites which have the use of HTTPS. So you should mm -hmm. not go to the unsecure website. And just keep an eye on the skimming devices around you. Just in case you're pairing your devices or hotspot, you should not uh, encourage any kind of financial transactions during that time. Interesting. Hopefully, Omar, you got your answer. The next one is coming in from Suleiman. Now, he wants to know about uh, what are the lesser known strategies that can help individuals boost their credit worthiness through responsible credit card use. Are there any? Yeah, there are absolutely a lot of these uh, strategies which are there. Uh, I have mentioned some of them in the uh, earlier session as well. But I would like to tell Suleiman that, you know, you should consider, uh, you know, paying off your balances every month. You should not, you know, sum up your balance and pay it after later months as well. So it should be a timely yeah. payment. Create a budget every month and stick to it. And review your credit card statements on a timely basis. Avoid paying interest on your credit card purchases. So this you can okay. avoid by paying full balances every billing cycle. And obviously, uh, the best recommendation is resist the temptation to spend more during any given month until unless, you know, you've not mapped your budget clearly. And maintain a low credit utilization ratio, which is, you know, essentially you should not utilize the entire credit card limit every month. So you should maintain mm. the ratio uh, in a balanced format. And keep utilizing your cashback and rewards so you should understand the kind of cashback rewards and other benefits the credit card is mm -hmm. offering and make the most of this cashback and rewards. And keep understanding the fee and the terms and conditions of that particular card. And you keep your credit card balances uh, low. So here, uh, like I said, you should maintain a balance in your credit card utilization as well. And right. keep uh, setting up your account alerts on a timely basis for you to, you know, not to miss your payments on your credit cards or any kind of loans as well. All in all, be aware of uh, whatever you are spending and what is going on with your credit card. Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, next question. It's from Saranch and he's asking, what kind of a credit card should a person get who's just begun his career? Uh, Saraj, uh, in this market, there are multiple credit cards with multiple rewards, benefits, which are available to every customer, whether the customer has just begun the career or a new to country customer. So first, you need to right. understand what kind of needs and requirements you have in a credit card. So you should offer a credit card that is suitable to your needs and requirements. So here, the person's requirements have to be understood very clearly. So in my right. opinion, this person should look at a cashback credit card, which is a free mm. for life or a no annual fee or a first year free credit card, 
with earning cash back on every transaction, whether it's international or domestic transaction. So besides a cashback credit card, uh, there are other multi-benefits offered by different credit cards, which is your air miles, which is your rewards, which can be redeemed in the form of various different uh, uh, bookings as well made by the customer. So if you are a mm. frequent traveler or if you're a food connoisseur and an avid movie goer, then you should mm. select a credit card that offers travel, food, dining, and uh, cinema-related benefits. So here you can right. offer an air miles, travel credit card, or rewards credit card as well. So in okay. a nutshell, you should understand your needs and requirements and definitely go for a free for life or a first-time free credit card. Fantastic. And uh, I was just smiling at the back because uh, Saranch, the, the, the question that Saranch has asked and the next question are very much hand in hand. Salim is also asking the same thing. Ke, how can we maximize the benefits of rewards cards from earning points to redeeming them effectively? What's the way around it? Hi, Salim. So it's a great question. So people offer rewards credit cards, but it is very important for every customer who's opting for a credit uh, rewards credit card to understand what is a rewards credit card. So it's a type of right. credit card which you can now, you know, on which you can earn cash back, points, air miles on every purchase. And there are a lot of mm. different rewards programs to choose from, from these credit cards. So you can redeem these rewards in money-saving opportunities like, you know, your uh, travel bookings, which is your air ticket booking, your hotel booking. You can redeem the rewards in the form of immediate statement credits on a monthly basis and online shopping credits as well. So ensure your reward structure matches your spending habits as well. So today you need to optimize your rewards category. You cannot just, you know, expand your rewards category to entire portfolio as well. So you should limit yourself to a certain categories to make the most of those rewards. And you should look at earning your sign-up bonus, which is essentially your uh, welcome bonus. And uh, right. you should look at, uh, you know, redemption options, which are available uh, in every application of the bank. And they guide the customer in terms of how to redeem your rewards and cash back as well. And uh, keep tracking your uh, spending as well. So using a reward credit card for all your purchases can help you earn cashback, points, air miles, which can be redeemed into various different forms of benefits as well. Right. So all in all, I, I liked uh, those yeah. three words that you said, track your spending. That's that's very, very important. And it just goes to show that having a credit card is not that big a deal as long as you know exactly what is happening with your credit card? You're not just going off and just swiping it away. All right, then. So that brings us to the end of this segment. But uh, don't go just yet. If you have any questions about finance and insurance, simply ask away. DM us on Instagram, follow Policy Bazaar UAE or reach out to us via any of the other social media channels as well. And we'll definitely try our best to answer your queries in our next episode. For now, though, I hope uh, you're updated with your credit card knowledge. We shall meet again in the next episode with more informative and insightful content along with our lovely experts. Thank you so much. A delightful conversation about credit cards. Pleasure having you on board, Tina. Thank you so much, Sid. Pleasure talking to you.
and uh, to our lovely listeners that's it for today's episode everyone see you in the next one till then take care and tada you were listening to policybazaar.ae's the policy project we've got you covered